I'm not just happy, I'm her pal. This is Power Up Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Lucas, co-founder and CEO at Hapal, the social enterprise that powers this podcast. We help you slay life in high school, uni, and beyond. Each week on the show, you'll learn epic life skills in a super chill way. Hear from well-known legends as they reveal their biggest setbacks and milestones to date, and you'll find out what our Hapal squad think about a whole stack of topics too. From epic challenges to super raw moments, this show has it all. So let's power up life. See yourself becoming a world champion at something? It's a pretty awesome title to have, hey? <laughs> this year, I met Dave Powell to Bane. And wow, what a legend. His story is so unbelievable. You know, despite all the hurdles he faced throughout his childhood, he refused to allow those experiences to dictate his future. So he made a commitment to change his life for the better. And whilst doing so, he also became a three-time Kettlebell World Champion. But it doesn't end there. Dave is also the creator of several books, including the Power Man book series for kids. He's also known as the challenge guy, speaker, entrepreneur, and coach. Dave and I chat about a lot of things in this episode. There are loads of quotable moments, including this one. What is appreciated appreciates light bulb moment much. (laughs) Plus, he shares the ups and downs during his high school years, his fitness journey, how he got into business and heaps more. So let's power up life. And I've got him right now in his mate's kitchen, which is absolutely glorious, might I say. Thanks for coming on the show, Dave. Hey, it's great to be here. I'm excited to be on here with you. Now, Dave, I just want to go way back about what high school was like for you, you know, Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of uh, high school students and uni students tuning in. And I know that your story is an incredible one and one that I'm sure many young people can relate to. So can you take us back to young Dave? What was school like? Were you like Mm. a cool kid? Were you like a kid that was unsure about what to do in your future? What does that look like? All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, the thing is, regardless of who you are, what, you know, like I think um, if you're actually thinking, you're putting your mind to something, uh, to thinking in your future, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty, especially, especially when you're a kid, you're in high school. You don't even know what the world entails. You don't even have the slightest thing. And the only thing you can really base it off is what you have to have access to on the internet, your friends and your family. And if your friends and family have never traveled and and the internet side of things, you don't know what to Google and you don't even know what you truly like. You know, it's a really big world out there. So give you a bit of an understanding is um, when I was in year 10, I remember um, some, some, some times that really shaped me and where they were challenging times, but it's where I chose to step up and, and prove not only to the, my teachers, but also prove myself that I, you know, I'm capable of more is in year 10, I was getting kicked out of school because they, or how do you say, politely recommended not to come back after this, the holidays of year 10. And I was put into some programs where I was trying to get you to find jobs and work. And then I did all those programs and I actually met one of my best friends through one of those programs whose house I'm in right now when I was 16. <laughs> and uh, his name is Brad Booth. And, and, I thought you were uh, going to say Brad Pitt for a second. I'm like, wow, no, that's no, pretty Brad, cool. Brad Pitt's a friend as well, but uh, <laughs> Brad Booth. And so, um, so, you know, he come and spoke at this school event 
uh, for kids who are going to workforce. Now, everyone who spoke before him bored everyone to tears. Everyone was sitting there going, oh, is this really like what's, what life's going to be like? This is depressing. This is bloody miserable. And then Brad come on and he just lit us all up and he got us all excited. He talked about how much he, you know, loved his kids and he work, you know, works hard, but he loves what he does. He's in business and he makes it happen and all these different things. I really admired and respect that. And, you know, it wasn't so much like, you know, I don't mind what kind of business you've got, but I want that passion. I want that drive. And I want to be lit up like that. And so um, from that day, Brad become like this mentor for me. And, you know, at the start, I was too shy to even bloody talk to him. I was so shy that I wouldn't even go, when I would go into Brad's store, because he had a clothing store, I wouldn't even talk. My friend did all the talking. But then after that, I remember, um, and it's so much of a long story, so I'm trying to condense it. But <laughs> there was this time where I just knew in my life that I needed to speak to Brad. I needed to chat to him. And I only had $50 and that $50 I was supposed to give to my mum because my mum couldn't afford to take me on a, put me on a school um, trip. I had to pay $50 to go on a school trip to live in Kings Cross for four nights. And I got chosen as a leader to go on that program uh, for the second time. And so I knew, I walked into that shop with my, with a, a mission to two, two points to talk to Brad and try and have a conversation with him as long as possible. Cause I was afraid of talking to people. And the second one was I wanted him to remember my name. Now, the offset of that, the trade-off is I knew that he would sell me on something. So when I went in there, I had 50 bucks. I knew that I was going to buy something. He ended up selling me this t-shirt. I walked out of the t-shirt feeling proud. Didn't have me 50 bucks. So I spent my 50 bucks. And then I was thinking, oh, oh, oh no, how am I going to tell mom that I don't have the money to go on this trip? You know, she's going to be angry at me. And so I said, hey, stuff it. I don't need to go on the trip. I've got a friend now. I've got a business friend, you know, I was only 16 <laughs> at the time. And funny enough, like uh, Brad's one of my best friends. What's that? 16, 15 years later. Yeah. So that was some, some wild times. And I actually ended up going back to school, did 11 and 12 and, and really did, diligently um, improved all my studies. I went from like, you know, 52% maths up to 98.5% maths. But the funny thing was in year 12, I actually failed year 12 English. And everyone back when we did HSC and all that, English was the most defining subject. So I got great marks and lifted all my marks and everything else. But my English, I failed because my sister, my, my sorry, my teacher got sick. And we ended up having 12 teachers oh, in, 12. over 12 months. In, and in, so we always. That's crazy yeah, because in year 12, I had two teachers because one of them had to leave the school um, mm. because I think she was, she was, yeah, she was a new mum, And that was difficult, but you had 12. And I thought 12. I was unlucky having two, but you had Seriously, 12. 12, all these different oh. substitutes. And so I failed English. I thought I aced it. I failed it. I remember sitting in the classroom and I got the red dot. And the red dot means you really didn't do well. You did so low that you didn't even get a number. So I got I didn't this even red know that dot. Was possible. I didn't know you got yeah. a red dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's possible. And I, I proved that it was possible. <laughs> wow. So I got this red dot. I remember sitting in that classroom. And uh, at the time, my dad got quite sick as well. And so life was getting really real for me at the time. It was a lot of external forces that were coming down, you could say. And, um, and where everyone else is going to uni and party and all this kind of stuff, I, I had these things go on. And I remember looking up at this point when I got this red dot. And I remember looking up, I looked out the window. And I looked up and there was this quote on the wall. It was by Robert Frost saying, the rose diverged and I chose the one less traveled. It was the, it was, there was a book after it. And I remember reading that and I remember looking outside and just going, you know what? This whole pathway of school, university, sucks. fitting. Not, not sucks. It's great for some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't for you. Yeah, it's not you for knew me. it wasn't and for you. Yeah. I just knew in that moment it wasn't for me. And, and mm. it just happened to be that Mark, the guy with the kettlebell, 
I, um, you know, I was chatting to him at the time and he started training me. We had a jujitsu where we're doing mixed martial arts at Hang on, school. Let's, let's quickly rewind there. So obviously you're a three-time kettlebell, world kettlebell champion. And you're saying that the, you mentioned a guy's name there. Was he, he was obviously very significant. Was he the first guy to sort of bring kettlebells in Australia? Is that right? Is that a, is that yeah. a right fun so, fact? Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Elliott was one of the very first kettlebell um, owners in Australia. And he introduced me, excuse me, to the kettlebell. And, and how I old are you again? You were 18. 17. 17. 17. So, so yeah. So whilst I was doing my HSC and that as we started training. And by that, so by the time I got the red dot, I'd already been training kettlebells. And for me, that was just my vehicle. And it something within me just sort of lit up. And I just knew that this was a tool that people could use. Because at the time it was only bodybuilding and marathon running. So mm-hmm. for me, it was it was a it was a tool that I could work on myself. It was something that I could do that no one else could have an opinion on and tell me what's right or wrong or, you know, force me to stop it or whatever it is in that sort of sense. So it was an outlet for me. And so I, um, I just, and I started training my sister. I annoyed my sister to come and train with me. And is she, she older or younger? She's older. So she's, um, older. She, she's actually awesome. one or two years out of school and, and she just transformed herself. She was really wow. good at it. Her confidence went through the roof. And, and that's what my 30 day challenge program is about is helping people transform and unlock their confidence within. That's where all that comes from, the essence of it. And I also do that program because I wish my parents had it. And so, so what so, is um, this 30 day program? For those who don't know, because uh, yeah. I know that it's a challenge that you run. But yeah. what, what does this 30 days entail? Is it something so, that anyone of any age can do? Correct. So anyone, right, right now, they have there's five key points of that. You can improve the way you eat, think, and do, your environment you're in, and also the choices you make. So a lot of people make choices that hinder them in life, where I, I challenge people to say for 30 days, you consciously improve the way you make decisions on what you eat, think and do your environment and the choices, all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to be better and to actually help yourself and be the one that helps yourself. Because the reason why we feel like we're helpless is because we're putting the help in other people's hands. How about you grab the, grab the wheel by your both hands and actually go, no, if I'm going to drive this in a direction I want to go, you know, I've got to be the one steering and applying mm-hmm. the accelerator and removing those handbrakes because mm-hmm. I do believe that everyone who, the people who get the furthest in life aren't the most talented, most skills and all that kind of stuff, but they're the people that can remove the handbrakes to get applied on from other people or other experiences or trauma and all this kind of stuff. We all have these things happen to us. Yeah. And so it's being consciously aware to actually release those handbrakes to move forward. And that's, that's, it's just an opportunity. And what I do is I create a space for people to bond together and actually give themselves a chance to change because that's really what people have to do. Because when we feel like we're out of chances, that's when we feel like we have less opportunity and that's where there's less hope and all humans need hope. So what I do with that is I give people a chance, I make an opportunity and I reinstall people's hope and belief, even if they need to believe in my belief in them. Because I know how powerful it is when people have believed in me when I didn't have the belief in myself. And so re-sharing that light with people is what really reignites their flame within to actually start understanding that they're in they can they might not be in control of things that happen to them but they can start to take and be in control of the things beyond it and a hot right now think about how young you are and i would rather have learned this now than any other time moving forward so yes you might have an intense life to this point and gone fuck why me sorry i didn't mean to swear why me <laughs> why me why does it have to be like that but guess what it was you that's how it rolled and i would rather learn it now and have the rest of my life uh, amazing 
uh, due to choice of, of choosing the amazing every single day and the opportunities that do lie. So it's not always that easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but what I am saying is, is it worth it? And that's a real conversation you need to have with yourself. So that's a long story about high school. The biggest thing about high school is I had friends across every friend circle and I would always sort of help people that, you know, got picked on and things like that. Yeah. In high school, I wasn't perfect either. I think we all can be the bully or the the people, you know, sometimes you don't know the weight of your words mm-hmm. and, you know, and how so vulnerable right. some, some people can be. So yep. we all have that capabilities. And in the books and stuff that I talk about is once you know that you said the wrong thing and you behave the wrong way and that sort of stuff for that person is just apologize. Let's not carry that guilt forever in life just because it happened. Let's heal it or let's do your best to heal. It doesn't mean you need to be friends with that person, but let's just bring light to it. Give an apology and and move on and at least give you know try and repair these things uh moving yeah. forward believe it or not i feel like i could talk to you for three thousand years you have said so much awesome. good in 10 minutes it's unbelievable <laughs> but just on what you've said there i mean it's so important uh, and because usually in life people are scared of vulnerability yes. because we are afraid of showing up completely ourselves because yep. why we're afraid of rejection where you are afraid yep. of people saying you're a loser, you're an idiot or whatever it might be. And we just want to be loved and accepted for who we are. And yep. showing up like that, especially if you have accidentally said something wrong to somebody else and you may or may not be aware of it. Once you do recognize it, you're right. The next step is to apologize. But sometimes people never get there because of their own insecurities and fears. Yep. And I think it's so powerful that once you let go of that, you literally shake it off mm. and you go, you know, what is the worst case scenario right now for me? And often mm. it is never ever as bad as we think it actually is inside our head and often it's the complete opposite it's actually awesome because in the end the person's going to probably be a bit shocked going they just apologize to me but they're also going to be super grateful they may not process it straight away because the hurt might still be there but in the long run it's going to make them feel a lot more comfortable and you also more comfortable as well totally because you know at one point if there was hurt there is because there was care Yes. And maybe the care was abused in that sort of sense or whatever. Mm-hmm. So having that to come back is, uh, you know, there are some people not worth caring about, you know, you can't control them. They're going to keep causing trauma and all that sort of stuff. And that's their karma, you could say. But um, yeah, always apologize fast once you, once you do are aware of that. Uh, so anyone out there right now, you might be worried about, oh, I'm not, you know, I did some not nice things in high school, whatever it is. Look, we all get stuck in these different things. And maybe it was the fact that you were just a bystander in certain things. Maybe you didn't stop enough things you could say, but things happen how they happen. And, and the thing is right now is just go off that apology, get it done, mean it, mean it and work on moving forward and being the best you can be. Cause we find out in life through knowledge or through pain. That's how we learn. That's as a baby, we hit the hot plate and some people need to burn to learn. A lot of us do. And so once we're burned to learn, we go, Hey, I've learned this sort of stuff. <laughs> It's, it's yeah. a lesson and the wisdom comes out of it once you remove the emotional trauma or attachment to it, which then makes you sad about it. So instead of getting sad, which is the default, we need to create a new default. And that, and that takes time. That takes effort. And that takes talking, being vulnerable and all that sort of stuff to then re, uh, re, reprogram yourself and recondition yourself. And then at least, uh, yeah, move on going, hey, I'm, I'm proud of myself that I did address that as uncomfortable yeah. it was and yeah. move forward. And it's about rewriting your story. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in our story and our past being our story that we just think, well, that's going to define me for the rest of my life. I might as well throw in the towel and go, I'm just going to give up. Who cares? 
But the reality is that there is so much more to life and that if we tell ourselves that that's our destiny, it will likely be our destiny. But if we choose to go, you know what? My past doesn't define me. My past doesn't make me the person I am tomorrow. I choose however I am right now. I decide to do X, Y, Z to change my life and I'm going to create a life that I've always dreamed about and I can because if it's going to be, it's up to me. And I think sometimes we we get so caught up in our past and we and the pain of that often that comes comes with our past and also we see ourselves as a victim if we see ourselves as always the victim we'll always be the victim and I think it's about reframing our situation to go even if you've had some really horrible things happen to you to go actually how am I the victor in this circumstance how can I be victorious and how can I change my life because that's exactly what you've done Dave you obviously become this person that a lot of people look up to want to hear from want to hear your story over and over again because it continues to empower and create change in people's lives and like you said much earlier in our chat that you say oh well if I just believe in one person or if that person believes that I truly believe in them then they're going to be empowered to keep going and eventually Mm. they too are going to believe it in themselves and I think you're 100% right because I've always had the belief that as long as you have one person that believes in you, even if you don't, it can change the course of your life forever. Hugely, yeah. hugely. And that, that's why I do the books and do the talks because I know how powerful that is. And uh, I, I love that you use the analogy of be the victor, not the victim. I've got that in a new book I'm writing. <laughs> and Maybe I checked say, out you the book. No, no, it's, it's a very common thing. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. No, no, I hear it a lot. And then, it, um, <laughs> and then you got like things like, you know, choose to get better, not bitter in life yeah, from yeah. your circumstances. And they're the, a best, big they're thing, the best sayings. Yeah, and, a bit, and, they're, and they're great little analogies and they're good mindset shifts. And mm. the thing is with uh, what you just touched on then about, um, about the past equaling the future, because most people can only base their future off their past, their years there, because we are past, we are actually past driven through school because we always get the marks and then decide what to do next. Yes. That, say that again, We're, my friend. Say, no, you got to so repeat that. We, we just i'll repeat this we are programmed through school to live in the past because we get the marks first and then we decide what we're going to be what we're going to do we're past driven yeah right we're We're not future driven we're not future future. no one what what class in school goes hey let's imagine what we can be and and focus on a vision right words down you know it is your classes yeah Our power's going to do that. Yes, yes, hundred percent. But I think the only time I really did that, and I love school. Don't get me wrong, I did enjoy high school. But I have to say, the only time I really got to think about that was when we had a guest speaker come in, and they were like, "Yay, awesome, exciting!" And we're like, "Yay, awesome, excited!" And then eventually it wears off because we're not we're not feeling empowered constantly. You're not conditioned. You're no, not conditioned. You're not. you're not repeating it. Exactly. Repetition. Repetition or, is or so. Or when key. we would go to our career counselor for that one yeah. meeting, as we choose our you know HSC subjects and. That's it. End of story. Mm. So you're so, so right. I love it. You're so right. So, so think about how many lessons you have on past base versus how many lessons you have on future base. It's like 99.9.9999% yeah. yeah. compared to yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, that's where, um, you know, the thing is, because our life is like our life on a daily basis can come, to, come down to a few things. The words we speak, the visions we have and the actions we take. And so in regards to that, a lot of people don't believe and they can create any other because they haven't done it yet and no one else is showing them the way. Mm-hmm. And so anyone who's achieved anything of great substance knew that they could outthink, outvision, outact their current environment, their current situation, their current experiences, the current living conditions, all this kind of stuff. And these are in books and all that kind of stuff, sort of thing. 
And, um, and you know, the thing is a lot of these actions can feel very lonely when you're doing them because everyone else yes. is going in the same direction that, that you know, yeah. they're, not, they're going with the grain and we are yeah. herd animals. So our primal nature is to be accepted, to be loved, not to be rejected because rejected means death and all these different things back when we're living in caves. So we've yeah. got to get against those primal things and understand we're not in those cave life anymore. And the thing is you can always find new people, new experiences, new environments, all that sort of stuff to support when you're moving mm-hmm. now. And you'll be, be happier and you'll be happier because you're right. Yep. It's like that's, it's like if any of you listening right now, if you've been in a relationship, whether it be at uni, high school, or whatever, you break up, you're like for that period of time, you're a little bit upset. You're disappointed because suddenly there's a detachment there. You're no longer attached to that person. You're no longer yep. in tandem, but eventually it wears away because you feel free. You're like, I'm actually finding <laughs> myself again. And you're exactly right. That's you're amazing. Not- <laughs> it's like, yeah. Hey, it's hindsight. Hindsight, we all we have the, we have yeah. the breakup. In the time we're sad and miserable and disappointed, and maybe yeah. we're disappointed in the fact that we Delete went all there. All the Instagram photos where they appeared in all that sort of stuff, <laughs> and then you know you get then then six months later you get the hindsight going, holy shit, I'm lucky I'm not in that anymore. Yeah. So it goes from the worst thing to the best thing. Yeah. And so the, the sooner we can appreciate and get hindsight in the moment, the less damage these things do, and the less time mm-hmm. it's wasted because that's truly the biggest damage. Mm-hmm. Because time wasted, we only have a finite we have finite time so you know like that's the thing is we have limited time to to a degree but we don't think we do that's the thing because we have 24 hours a day seven days a week blah 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 blah. i don't know how many minutes i'm not good at maths but anyway the point is is that we think we're being conditioned to think that we have to get everything done and we have to be amazing by 25 and we have to have a whole life together and even now i'm 28 and i look at my life and i go okay, I actually am really proud of what I've achieved. And if I thought Mm. about myself when I was even 18, I thought by this age, I would have had to have everything together. I don't. But the reality is, is that I'm glad I don't because none of us ever get to that point. I don't think where we absolutely are 100% perfect. It doesn't exist. And I think we're always learning. And I think that we're always growing and we're always going to create little challenges and goals for ourselves. Even if we're, I reckon even when I'm 70, I'm still going to be creating goals for myself. That's just the way I'm wired. You know, and there's this saying, don't know who said it. You might know if you're not learning, you're dying. Is that a saying? I think it is. If you're not growing, you're dying. You know, if I'm what? Um, what was that? Growing, you're, not, you're if dying. You're, if you're you not go. growing, you're dying. That's you know, because and this thing, people say, "Oh, well, I'm just, I'm just staying the same. Nothing's the same because it's like, it's like, um, inflation. Yeah. Your dollar is not worth a dollar next year." Yeah, well, especially right. with uh, the potential, you know. Yeah, um, with what's going on right now. Financial crisis, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, that's why growth is essential in all aspects of life. And that's also why we feel the best within ourselves when we're making progress. Progress is the key to that. You know, it's um, the thing is with some processes, when you start to shift from the being process driven based on other people's expectations through school and all that sort of stuff, when you get in the real world, you can actually have a bit of a, a bit of a shift into processing, uh, being your own, uh, how do you say, creating your own vision of things. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing as well, especially when you get into business, when you, know, when you start your own business and stuff <laughs> and there is no, there are rules, but there's you know, in regards to the guidelines, you know, there's best practices, but there's no one size fits all in that sense. And yeah. there's no magic pill either. And I so, think the same thing goes with study as well. Like if mm-hmm. I, I, I did a bachelor degree, I, I did a bachelor of journalism and yeah, it was great. 
But honestly, let's put, put the facts down. I learned so much more by actually going out in industry and learning and putting myself in circumstances that pushed me. Mm-hmm. You know, I threw myself into the deep end and I swam because of those conditions. I learned so much faster and I moved I moved ahead in a way that I had never been was able to do during my degree. And I think that it's so right. Like in, it's not just in business, it's in study, it's in life in, in general. Once you put yourself in circumstances where you have to learn and you know, I don't like using the word failure in this sense because I believe that every failure is actually teaching us something. So I think it's more like a lesson. Every lesson that we learn is actually taking us closer and closer to sort of what our what brings us more joy and what is aligned with our passion. We'll, we'll learn more about ourselves through these circumstances. And if everything was laid out in front of us on a silver platter, we would never really learn our potential, our passions and who we are and ultimately what we can achieve in life if we don't hustle and if we don't feel it with every fiber in our being. And you're a perfect example of that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. So, uh, no, I agree. I could keep talking to you for so long. I feel like we need 10 episodes uh, just with you on the Power Up Life podcast. But I would love to ask you before we go into part two of this Mm -hmm. chat, what's one piece of advice you would give to a young person right now that's probably feeling a little maybe deflated, a little disconnected, maybe unmotivated. You know, this year's been a very interesting one. It's it's shaken a lot of us in many ways and some people thrive in that and others don't. I just want you to just give some advice on somebody that just needs that little push in the right direction or power <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> so so power actually stands for power of words. I did not know that. Is that All what right, your so the, power man means? Yeah, so power yeah. of words. So. Uh, the words that you speak about yourself and others is a lot about your character, right? And so understanding that your words have a huge effect on your daily basis. So instead of saying, I'm stuck at home, you can flip it and say, I'm safe at home. Mm-hmm. And the words you say mean a massive difference. They reframe things. So for anyone out there, stop, refra- stop framing it worse than it is and start to learn how to make it better than it is because it's your choice. Yes, there may be people or situations that you don't want to be in but start acknowledging that's where they are and actually start working to correct them distance yourself create boundaries learn what's theirs not yours all this kind of stuff because you know a big one in high school is just know that they don't want to repeat what their parents are like mm-hmm. you know so and, and for that is i always empower kids to understand that you can transform yourself and not just transmit it like your parents have done and they transform would do better and not transmit oh yes yeah you're full of to, quotables today yeah, yeah i've got a whole yeah wait to see the next book cancel that coming out um but the big big thing about that is um yeah choose to transform not to transmit and even if that's a saying that you hold on to and go, no, it's as hard as it is right now. I'm choosing this. I'm choosing to transform. You can then start to take your power back and actually start to understand that the way other people treat you is on them. The way you respond and the way you uh, treat yourself is on you. Now, that's easier said than done, but let's work on that. And so right now for these kids, is start getting busy and you can even draw a line. Old you, victim. New you, Victor. Nice. And my Dave Power to Bane actually is Dave. Dave Power to Bane is an alter ego. What would Dave Power to Bane do? <laughs> so, in regards, that's what I used as a kid, you know, because at the time when I achieved all these things and world titles, all this kind of stuff, me, David to Bane, living in Yanko, a town of 500 people. Where's Yanko? This, Where is that near place? Wag- near Wagga. Near Wagga. Oh, so, there you go. You know, me in that form, I didn't have much power in that sense. I didn't have mm. a lot of 
opportunities, what people say, and that sort of stuff. But I'd say to myself, what would Dave Powers Bain do in this situation? And yeah. really what I attached Dave Powers Bain to was myself in 10 years' time. If I had to front up and have a conversation with myself in 10 years' time, what would that person say to me? What would I say to myself? You know, so I want to be able to face that person and have that conversation and say, hey, I chose the higher road. And, you know, because at the same time too, if I don't choose the higher road today, I'm going to face a person in 10 years time that I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be happy. And so Mm -hmm. you need to kind of hold yourself to accountability to that person. And it's a bit of a crazy thing. It's called alter ego. There's a lot of um, high professional athletes and CEOs and that. And Beyonce. Beyonce does it with Sasha Fierce, Fierce, (laughs) all these sort of things. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon with the human mind. So right now, create an alter ego of who you want to be in 10 years time. Forget about, you know, yes, you have uh, flaws right now, weaknesses and blah, blah, blah. We all, all do. This kind of stuff. We all we do. All do. Yeah. You never lose it, right? There's always going to be weaknesses, whatever it is. But start channeling all your strengths now. Do a positive list or a strength list. Write all those things right now and be proud of them. Read over them twice a day. Then also read over all the things that you will be in 10 years' time. Read all those things, right? Like and that 10 years always moves. Yes, right? yes. You're always chasing it, okay? But that gives you an indication on how you can transform because then you know what to transform to. How would you respond in this situation? What would Dave Powell Devane do in this situation? All that kind of stuff. And it's not easy, but that's a way to create your future greater than your past. Absolutely. All right, don't go anywhere. Right after this, I'll be asking you some of your favorite gratitude go-tos in just a sec. Power Up Life is a part of the Power Podcast Network. This week, we asked you what you would like to implement if you were the Prime Minister of Australia. And here's what you had to say. I would implement the age of licence for motorbikes. One, because in my hometown from Italy, they can ride motorbikes at my age to get around places, such as the beach, shops, school and many more places. Life would be 10 times better driving around on the road with your very own simple car. If I was Prime Minister, I would love to set up time to have different consultations with different community groups. I think that it's important that everyone's voice is heard and that everyone in Australia does have a say. And I think listening to those different voices, strategies can be implemented to help everyone and especially those people who need it most and who may possibly even be afraid to speak up and say that they need help. If I were Prime Minister of Australia, first thing I would do straight away is work on a sustainability plan and implement incentives for startups to have a real crack and a plan and a roadmap away from non-renewables. I'm Carissa Shale and that's this week's talk topic. Got something to share? Drop us an email, yoursay at hapow.com. Want to power up life? Download your free Power Pack wallpapers at hapow.com. Dave, everyone who comes on the show, I always ask them one big thing that they are grateful for and one small thing. And it could be small because maybe other people think it's whatevs, but to you, it means something to you. So what's one big thing that you are grateful for in life? You're like, I just can't live without it. Oh, well, well this one, because uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind is the people in my life. And then nice. Nice the, the, <laughs> that was the first thing. But then when he oh. said like the one thing you can't live without Can was live without my health. <laughs> your health. Yes, that's paramount. Yeah, my health. Of course. Of so course. your health and the people in your life are, are pretty huge things. Yeah. So they're, they're the two primary, primary and 
and close secondary kind of things because you know i've seen what's like when you don't have your health and mm-hmm. experience that and 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 also with with people too so those two things are the greatest things because that makes up you know your, your day-to-day yeah um and then something the, small yeah something small something small is um i might just say the internet okay yeah i would say that's a good answer i haven't the had internet. the internet before yeah, well, that's how we do all this sort of stuff and stay connected right. during this time. So, um, you know, yep. imagine if we we're doing COVID without the internet. <laughs> Back in the Stone Age, I is, well, know. for one, we wouldn't be able to connect with our mates. That would be sure, and we probably wouldn't know how everybody is doing. I cannot, I couldn't see oh. what on earth what would happen. I think we're very blessed that mm. we have technology because it has been the best thing that could have happened during COVID nineteen and ISO mm. life. So, I think that's excellent. All right, so you've got number one, you've got your health, number one. Yeah. That close seconds, your friends, and then yeah. the small thing you're grateful for is the internet. And I think it should yeah. be a big thing as well because without it, we couldn't do this. So I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it is a pretty big thing when you think about all the things that it involves. Um, yeah, so they're the things. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Up next, we're going to do what is my favorite part of every single interview, and that is the challenge. You're going to love it. Did you know Hapau is on socials? Come and say hey. Follow us at HapauAU. And be sure to check us out at hapow.com. All right, Dave, are you ready for the challenge? You want to know what you're in for? Ready to roll and you're talking to the challenge guy here. I'm keen. <laughs> of course, I can't forget that you're the 30-day challenge guy. Well, this is going to be <laughs> nothing then to you. Okay, well, maybe maybe it is. We'll have to see. So I guarantee you haven't played this game before. Well, you have probably in its original form, but not the way we like to do it. Because at Hapow, we like to challenge the status quo and we like to do things differently. So we're playing a game called, very famous one, called Never have I ever? And essentially, for those who don't know how to play it, a question will be thrown out at us and we have to say if we've done it or not. It's simple as that. But to do things a bit differently, we've decided to say that every time you obviously say you've done something, you get a point. But at the end of the game, the person with the least amount of points at the end, the least, wins. Does that make sense? Yep, <laughs> I'm bit, in. It's a bit random, but all right. <laughs> okay, so we've got Brendan here. He's got a whole lot of questions. He has 10 questions for us. We both have to answer the questions together. Okay, Brendan, come to the mic and deliver us question number one. Going first. Here we go. Question number one. Never have I ever broken a bone? No, never. Never? Yes. You have? When? How did you break a bone? Uh, arms, ribs, fingers, <gasps> shoulder. Really? Yeah, I used to race motocross. So um, there's lots of, uh, lots of broken bones in that. And you still live today. Excellent. Yeah, that's why I've got one long arm, one short arm. You, is that like legit? <gasps> legit, yeah. Oh my goodness me. Yeah, like a yabby. Like a yabby. <laughs> that, is, that is so cool. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's awesome. I would not okay. have known if you didn't tell me. All right, number You win two. that round. I do win that round. All right. Never have I ever dyed my hair a crazy color. Okay, well, I'm a brunette and I dye my hair red, but I wouldn't say that's a crazy color. Would you say it's a crazy color, Dave? Mm, oh, well, I, I, I'm brown and I dye my hair blonde. So, oh, and um, there's total regrowth there. Yeah, massively regrowth near the yeah. haircut. So, um, I reckon both of us. We have, yes. Yeah, we both have. We both yes, have. yes, we've dyed our hair. So we've dyed our hair crazy colors. Yes. All right. <laughs> I was purple once for everyone out there. My first ever job, first ever job, I got my sister's brown hair dye yeah. and I dyed I put some in my hand, it turned my whole hair purple. So I rocked up to my first job at an IGA supermarket pushing groceries, uh, gro- uh, trolleys for old people, and I, my hair was purple and they just thought I was the craziest person ever. I love it. That is the best fun fact ever. Thanks for sharing. That is great. Oh, you have to dye purple again to reminisce <laughs> the old times, I think. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? 
Number three. Never have I ever written a fiction novel for adults. No, but I am planning to. How about yourself, Dave? Pow to Bane. I'm in the exact same situation for adults. Yeah. <laughs> same same situation. Okay, so we haven't, yeah. but we're planning to. Well, you're yeah. you're more ahead of me. I haven't started writing. I've only been planning it. Whereas you're okay. in the middle of writing it, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Legend. called cancel that. It's called cancel that. I love it. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be cancelled. I like it. How, how to how to develop a mind that helps you rather than hinders you. Nice. When's that coming out? Yeah. Uh, ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> Nice, yep. nice answer. All right, next question. Number four, never have I ever bungee jumped. No. I have. Gosh, when did you bungee jump? You've done everything. In, in New Zealand, mm. in Mexico, in Vegas. What? And somewhere else, can't remember. Three places. Yeah, okay. Mexico was wild. That was over the top of a nightclub. And so we, we were at the nightclub, oh. then, we ju- then we went there. It was after I won the world title. I went to Mexico for 16 days. Then we jumped over and my jump, my cord actually curled. And so I twisted. And if I had actually asked to be dipped in the water, I would have hit the floor. So it was pretty crazy. No, seriously. What year was that? That was 2012. And so I jumped out of a a giant Coke bottle. It was this massive Coke bottle. Um, that, like, that like human like size, big, obviously. Yeah, no, like massive, like a big building, which was a oh, big coach. Okay. And I, <laughs> I had a big arm off it and then you jump off that. Wow. Yeah. This is incredible. You're losing, but you got the best stories. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, next. Never have I ever learned another language. Yes. I'm trying. I'm working on it. What are you learning? Dutch. Dutch. Are you, is your background Dutch? No. From, no, <laughs> no, no. I was trying to learn it. Uh, I, my family are Italian. So I guess since birth, I've been having to learn another language. I haven't mastered it, but I'm okay. I'm okay. It's conversational. All right. So should I give you a point for that or not? Because you're trying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He wants a point. You want to lose, don't you? Maybe half a point. (laughs) Oh, oh, so yeah. Uh, All right. Okay. So we both are. Next one. Never have I ever been to a country in Africa. No. I'm guessing you have. No. Oh, we're finally going to know out of Dave. Great. (laughs) Never have I ever been asked to be on reality TV. I have not, but then again, I have been on a lot of reality. Well, I haven't been on a lot of reality TV, but I I did do a lot of TV when I was younger, when I had a recording contract as a teenager. Cool. So I got to go on a lot of shows, but they weren't necessarily reality. How about yourself, Dave? I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been on, been on, I've been on reality show and and also um, asked to be on a few. So which reality show were you on? I was on. I was actually on first dates when I launched Power Man, the first book. Really. Yeah, I was on, on that. Channel was Seven. A, yeah, it nice. was a joke. They they just made total fun of the whole power thing. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then um, the Bachelor was the most recent one. But I'd love to do Survivor. So anyone out there who's listening to this who oh. is part of Survivor, I'd love to do that. I know, I know someone who was on Survivor, and now she's on House Rules. So there you go. Oh, wow. All right, next one. Never have I ever binged a Netflix series in one sitting. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself? What did you binge? Uh, oh, it was actually a World War Two one. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah, I'm not into the whole, all the new, new ones. All I just watch stuff. old documentaries and stuff. Nice, nice, nice. All right, yeah. next. Never have I ever sung at a karaoke bar. You go first. Yes, of course. Yeah. I thought you wouldn't have done this. Man, I have also sung at a karaoke bar over in uh, uh, Tuscany in Florence. Yeah, it wow. was a very, it was a double story karaoke bar and it was the best night of my life. Where did you sing in a karaoke bar? Uh, it was on a cruise ship. It was on a cruise ship. I can't remember where we were going, but it was <laughs> someplace. Some <laughs> uh, New, New, Caledo- New Caledonia was on a cruise ship nice. and I sang Michael Blue Blaze, um, one of his songs. 
Oh, one of his ones. Just haven't met you yeah. yet or one of them. Nice. Very yeah, nice. something like that. Yeah. Awesome. And finally, never have I ever won a world championship for anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder. No, I have not. Although I, no, 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 actually, no, I have definitely haven't won. No, <laughs> I was going to say I have won an Australian competition, but not an international, not a world one. What, how about yourself? Yeah. I'm guessing you have, right? Is that true? I have, I have. I think these, these are rigged. <laughs> Look, I didn't make the questions. Brendan did. So if you want to crack it, crack it at him. No. That's All fine. right. So uh, I hate to say it, mate. You have lost. You got eight points and I got four. But even though you may have lost this game, one thing you have won is a number of world championships. And also you are just an all-round legend and therefore you are a winner. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. There's no way to lose, huh? <laughs> there's no way to lose. No one can lose in life because there's always a lesson to be learned. Isn't that right? Yep. Totally. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Show, I should say. How can people get in touch with you and follow what you are up to? Uh, I, I think the easiest way is to Instagram or Facebook, Dave Power Tabane. And um, yeah, reach out through those social media channels. And I've got a new website getting built at the moment, which is www.davepowertabane.com as well. And um, jump out there or visit the Powerman book uh, website. Thank you so much. Have no the best day, my friend, and thank you so much for coming on the show. As always, you are full of wisdom. He sure is. I really loved chatting with Dave. I could seriously talk to him for hours, and I honestly can't wait to see what he does next. Talking about what's coming up and what's next, we have a little announcement at Havau. Season one of Power Up Life is wrapping up on Monday the 21st of December, just in time for the Christmas holidays. Now, I can promise you our final three episodes of season one are going to be amazing. So good. So stay tuned for these in your favorite podcast app and also at our website, apow.com. Loved this episode of Power Up Life? Let us know by leaving us a rating and review. By doing so, it helps us reach even more legends like yourself. Want to be a Hapow advocate and contribute to our weekly talk topics and more? Email us at yoursay at hapow.com. Don't forget to follow us on socials too. Simply search for Hapow AU to follow us and stay in the know. Want more Hapow? Sign up to our free Life Skills platform to get access to our on-demand expert-led video masterclasses called Life Lessons, quizzes, blogs, and more. Simply visit hapow.com. This episode of Power Up Life was produced by me, Gianna Lucas, Maria Dukadinovska, and Carissa Shale for the Hapow Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Power Up Life, a Hapow Podcast. If you loved this episode, be a legend and leave us a quick rating and review on your fave podcast app. Dive into the show notes for all episodes on our website, hapow.com forward slash podcast. Catch you next time. And remember to power up life.